Hello and welcome to Conversations with Jules and Ange. We are your hosts, Julie Smith and Angela Bleacher. We are two women passionate about helping others show up as their true selves in this world. We hope to support and inspire you along your journey of becoming the person you were always meant to be. Because the one thing we know with absolute certainty is that the world needs you. On today's toolkit episode, Ange and I are going to share with you the quickest way to reduce stress. We're going to discuss breathing, how breath work affects our nervous system, and how we personally use this strategy for stress reduction. All right. So we are going to talk about breath work and re- how to use that to reduce stress. But before we actually talk about the strategy. I do want to spend a little time talking about the neuroscience behind it. Um, I just find the nervous system so fascinating. Um, and I think there is value into understanding the why behind why, how this works. Um, so I will try to keep it concise and not geek out too much, but you know, rain me and Jules, if I if I get going a little bit too aggressively on the nervous system. (laughs) But, okay, so part of our nervous system uh, called the autonomic nervous system um, essentially has two parts to it. um, And those parts are the sympathetic nervous system, also known as the stress response, the fight, flight, freeze response, and then the parasympathetic nervous system which is our calm, our rest and digest um, nervous system. So just like the word indicates the autonomic nervous system, this part of our nervous system controls um, automatic responses in our body. So for instance, the sympathetic nervous system, our our stress response, when that is triggered, um, our pupils will dilate to get light in so we can focus our vision, our heart rate, our breath rate will increase, um, blood and glucose energy will be pushed to our muscles, um, all to help us survive whatever stress is upon us. And then the opposite is true for the parasympathetic nervous system. So, um, when this part is, uh, stimulated, our pupils constrict, we can kind of gaze all around, our heart rate, our breath rate decreases, um, our blood flow, our energy um, gets pumped back into our organs to help with digestion and reproduction. Um, And so how we evolved as humans is we primarily lived in this parasympathetic state. So for the majority of time, we're walking around in the jungle, you know, calm, everything is great. And then if an acute stress comes at us, such as a lion approaches, then our body will be transitioned to the sympathetic nervous system, which is our stress response. And like I indicated, all those automatic um, physiological effects happen, which prep our body for survival, right? So either we can fight or flee the lion. So say we run away, survive, 
then where our body shifts right back into the parasympathetic. So this is stress is good, right? It, it is why we have survived as a species. It has keep kept us alive. Um, the problem is in today's modern world, we no longer just have one lion that we have to deal with in today's world. We are constantly bombarded with these stressors, which means then we are constantly living in this sympathetic or stress state, which just wreaks havoc on our body. I mean, you just think of your daily stresses from family to work, to the news, to how'd you sleep last night, to emails, to phones pinging. I mean, it's just nonstop. And our nervous system did not evolve to be able to manage that constant um, input of stress. So knowing what our nervous system, what physiological effects our nervous system has, we can kind of reverse engineer to help shift us from that sympathetic stress state to back to our parasympathetic um, kind of rest, digest, calm state. And that's where breath work comes in. So breath work and what the strategy that Julie and I will talk about, we is called the physiological sigh. So now the physiological sigh is just the quickest and most efficient way to shift us out of that stress response. So let's go through that. Um, technique now, and then we'll kind of dive into how we use it. So the physiological sigh essentially is two inhales through your nose, followed by a long exhale through your mouth. So the inhale through the first inhale through your nose, think about filling up your lungs as much as you can. And then that second inhale, think about just getting a little bit more air in followed by a long exhale through your mouth. And you're going to repeat this pattern about five to six times. So it's inhale through the nose, a little bit more, followed by long exhale through the mouth. And like I said, repeat that five or six times. And that truly is the quickest way to shift out of that stress response. Because remember, when when our body is in the state of parasympathetic or calm, our breath rate is slowed. Our heart rate is slow. So when we intentionally slow and lengthen our breath, um, we just kind of trick the body into knowing that we are safe and it will start shifting our nervous system out of that stress response. Um, Jules, did that make sense or any questions you think about the nervous system itself? Yeah, that was good. It made sense. It made sense to me. Okay. (laughs) Um, That's all that matters. Thank you. I I guess let's talk about what, why is this such a big deal? Why do we need to get out of the sympathetic? Yeah. And honestly, that, that can, and maybe should be like a whole episode in and of itself. Um, because the physiological response 
in that stress state, that sympathetic nervous state, nervous system, um, just wreaks, absolutely wreaks havoc on our overall health. We're not made to live there chronically. It's supposed to be an acute response to get out of danger um, and then shift back. For instance, like I said, when, when we are in a state of stress, the blood and the energy in our body gets pumped to our muscles to survive. So mm-hmm. then that blood is no longer going to our organs. So that will affect people's digestion. That blood's not going to our reproductive system. So that's going to um, affect reproduction. Um, you know, we're not going to reproduce if our body thinks we are in a state of danger, right? Um, in terms of like, the stress hormones, adrenaline gets pumped out to our muscles too, because we want that energy to escape. But chronically, that's high cortisol um, in our bodies. And that's chronic stress that causes inflammation um, and pain. So there's just this trickle effect of just our overall health when we are constantly in that state of stress instead of how we was, how it was designed for is we go there, we survive, we come out of it. So like I said, this tool, this physiological side is just such, it is the quickest way to shift our body out of that and bring us back um, to that parasympathetic, to that calm where our overall physiological, our functions are made to be at. Yeah. That was good. So, um, and like I said, maybe we should do, we should do a whole uh, episode on that. Cause it is, I love it. And it's spinning. I know it's very fascinating. Yeah. Um, but okay. Let's maybe dive in and talk about just how like you and I actually utilize this yeah. in, in real time in our lives. So I'll have you start. Yeah. So the, when I was thinking about this, the times that I've whipped out this little tool is by far the most oftentimes that I do it is when I have taken on too many projects, believe it or not, I tend to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I have to figure out how to prioritize not only the project, but the time and how I'm going to cram it all in. Um, And I can actually feel I feel my heart rate rising. I feel my mind racing. And so when I start to feel that in my body, I know I've got to, I have to internally get out of that before I can on paper and in my schedule, make that change. So that is the most often time that I use this is when I have overscheduled myself, which guys, it happens quite often. frequently. Um, the next one, I have two children and they are little boundary crossers all the time. And I'm, I am someone that does not like to be interrupted. So if I am working on something, I, I am working on that thing and interrupting me really just, it's, it's hard for me because it's hard for me. I know to, to step away and give them the attention that they need. And then for me to come back to the project. So when my boundaries are crossed over and over and over again, mainly with being interrupted is really what it is. Um, I have to remind myself to get out of that stressful situation again from the inside out. 
So I will start doing breathing with them. And sometimes I have my kids do it with me. Mm, I love that. Fun. Yeah. And then the other times that I've used this is when I have, uh, it's when my, I feel like my body is overtaken with grief. Um, I may not be processing it, but I can feel I am very tired. This usually happens around February and around mom's birthday in August as well. But it's just like my body can sense what it went through years ago and I'm tired. I'm not thinking as straight. I don't want to do the things I normally want to do. I will start to do this breathing technique during the day, a couple of times a day. Um, And it's just a way for me to get out of that stressful state. And it makes a, it makes a very big difference in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So good. How about you, Ange? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have learned to use this, um, this tool, um, in a few different ways in my day to day. Um, the first which I think everyone knows my morning routine by now, but I use it first thing in the morning to kind of prime my day. So, you know, I, I wake up, I go to the bathroom and then I look in the mirror and I do my mirror work. Um, but I start with, with the physiological side, with the breathing. So it just kind of connects me back to my body. It just centers me, calms me down. And that's when I then kind of set my intentions for the day, my mantras, and then I do my quick little journaling, jot down my intentions. So it just is a nice little primer for me um, to help me just set my intentions. Um, I yeah, it's I really, you know, instead of checking email, it's just a nice way to, to set myself up um, for the day. And then I also kind of use it as a primer for different situations. Um for instance, like if I know I'm going to have to make a, you know, tough phone call or, um, or even actually just go before I even walk into work, I just use this. It gives me this moment, like I said, to kind of settle back in, uh, calm my nervous system, set my intention, and then I transition to that next task. But I even use it like when I, when I transition into any like new thing. So like if I go from work to meeting friends for dinner, same thing, I'll do it in that in between because I want my attention to then shift from the stress at work or whatever to, I want to be present with my friends. So I just kind of use it in these moments of transition within my day. Um, like I said, it just calms my body down and I can just kind of sink into my mind and my intention um, and then, so I use it as a primer, but then I also use it acutely when stress comes at me. So, you know, emails are coming, phone calls are, you know, I have to get this phone call, if patients coming in and I feel, I physically feel my body getting stressed, you know, tension in the shoulders. I start clenching. Um, I'm very aware of my body. So when I feel those sensations, begin, I go right into the strategy um, and calm calms me down instantly. And it is nice too, because once then I, my mind is allowed to kind of get into that calm state, 
I could kind of talk myself through it. Like, okay, none of these quote unquote stressors are, you know, urgent. I can you know, just take one thing at a time. So it really helps me manage, you know, that load coming at me in those stressful moments of my day. Yeah. So yeah. that's, I feel like that's one of my favorite parts of it is it, it calms my brain down. Yes. <laughs> yes. My body, but my brain so that I can actually process what is truly going on. Cause a lot of the times I've built it up to something that's not even happening for sure. And it's so funny. I was actually talking about this with one of my coworkers because um, like I indicated with the parasympathetic nervous system, you know, they say it's fight, flight, or freeze response. And everyone's a little bit different of how they handle stress. What I have learned in my life is I'm a freezer. Like I actually do nothing. I'm, you do not want me around in a stressful (laughs) environment. I literally just freeze, which like doesn't help anyone or anything. So to your point, just getting out of it, then I my mind, I can actually think through, right. And like do something about it and be helpful. That's so funny. I actually think I'm a freezer too. That's so funny. Yes. You guys don't, don't, don't you don't have Julie and I around. No. <laughs> There's no. an emergency. Wyatt choked on a cheese stick one time and thank oh God my Molly God. was over. She started, I was just watching him and she was like slapping his back and it came out. But I'm like, oh my God, that is not what I was. No, that is not how I should have reacted. So bad. I don't mean to laugh, but I'm being fast. I know. <laughs> oh my god! And then when that dog bit me, remember that oh. I just stood there and it just bit me, and I screamed. I was like, "Okay, this is not good." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! We are not good in emergencies. No. Oh no. god. <laughs> you know, it's very true. Got to start breathing real quickly. That. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh God. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us today. We hope you found value in this information and gained some confidence in using your breath to optimize your life. If you like our content, please be sure to subscribe, rate and review the show and share with a friend. All right. We're signing off. Love Jules and Ange. <laughs>